going um. Oh, I thought you were talking about um, uh, bobsled. He's, you're like, uh, all right, I'll be the, uh, you be the pilot, I'll be your pusher. And I'm like, wait, are we a bobsled team? Yeah. I mean, I would be down for that. So, yeah. You know, battle science bobsled team. Apparently, we got to start working teamwork on the podcast team. Yeah, I don't, there's like way too much competition and everything going on. I'm scared. So, I'm When's the last time you opened gifts? Uh, this morning. Okay. Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to another brand spanking new episode of Battle Science, the Pokemon Go PvP podcast, uh, where we break down metas and team building and all that stuff for Sylph Arena competitions and more, because we did some of the um, off-season stuff, too. Cliffhanger and the, what was it? It was the Montreal Safari Zone Cup. So I'm actually... Cup. Uh, in round four of my uh, battle chateau on uh, Ghost Stadium, cliffhanger V two. Yeah, nice. How does that play? It's a very interesting point stat array. I've got both Swampert and Venusaur on my team, uh-huh. and it's looking to be pretty interesting because people are coming up and they're going, "Wait, those are both within the point range." And I'm like, "Yup." Oh yeah, I've seen your uh, your team. Yeah, because it's what Venusaur and Swampert are both. Five points. Yeah. And your max, what's your max point? Range? 17. 17? Okay. So you've got. My yeah. three five pointers are Venusaur, Swampert, and Melmetal. Of course you're running more Melmetal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Skarmory is still a thing. True. So is Azumarill. Also Steelix. Yeah. So the Thunderfang really helps it. Give it Firefang. I want you to destroy other steels. Straight ball. Dunk on other steels. Steelix. Um what? Oh. Why do you men you motion like <laughs> like Do you want me I, to start wearing to, one so you well, can just point tag? to it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got a little off topic, but I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna keep us off topic for a second. You motion like nipple level and it's weird. I'm Steven, aka a boy in the woods, joining me as always. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe at some point he'll. Uh, I'll get creeped out and need to go talk to our HR manager. <laughs> we don't have one. Parker's HR dog. What do you What do you think? Uh, he's nope. Okay, he's just gonna. He, he yeah, left gonna, us. Yeah, he's gonna take it. The take the bone and go. <sighs> Who are you? I'm Rocket people? Admin J, also known as Jesse. Why am I here? <laughs> You're here because we're recording an episode of Battle Science. Um, as you might infer, uh, it's December. Hope you guys all had a good holiday. And if you don't celebrate, I hope that you are staying warm. If you are outside of the U.S. and don't know what we're talking about, it's thanks. It was Thanksgiving last week. Um, and what's the other one? Is it the one where people go and spend money? What's that called? Capitalism? Oh, capital World Capitalism Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just another Friday in the U.S. <laughs> sales um black friday and cyber monday do those i assume those sales are as global as possible so that like amazon and other big retailers can make the money but like, they're not the limited con- to just these states I'm, yeah i don't know yeah i'm wondering like what the context and the 
Now I want to go look up the history I of feel Black like that's Friday. Far off of oh, f- I mean, f- yeah, but I'm just thinking of like other cultures, like the UK, just suddenly like, oh, I guess there's this thing called Black Friday where like a bunch of things go on sale that and people we may or may not want each other for a toaster. I, th- I would ass- I would hope that the UK is a little bit more civil on Black Friday than the America it's Americans not. are. All right, well. If you ever want to hear the funniest conversation you've heard, watch one of the Black Friday sales in Europe. Oh, interesting. Um, but welcome to another episode. It's uh, We're recording on December 3rd. Welcome to December, uh, the final month of the century. Yeah. Uh, 2020 is nearly upon us, um, but... What is upon us right now is timeless. Uh, timeless tournaments have already started, and I think people are oh, waiting. Wait, is that why they called it timeless? Because it's the end of the century. Uh, yeah, that's probably one reason. Whoa, Just, bro, you okay? You okay there, bud? <laughs> I'm good. Um, I think. Um, yeah, personally, I mean. There's there's some starters that people already have really good PvP ones of, but I think the people that are starting before uh, the community day, the rerun community day, are probably a little too eager. Like, guys, you got plenty of time after. Take a deep breath and let's just wait it out. Yeah, that's per- kind of one of the nice personally, things. Personally, wait it out. Let it, let everyone else, you know, get those good, those really good mons of all of those good, uh, those good starters and stuff, but... I mean, that's kind of the nice benefit of this month is they're extending it into the beginning of January. Yeah. So I know a lot of communities that I've talked to want to wait till after the community days this month Mm -hmm. to be able to get better Pokemon for PvP because a lot of people, like you said, kind of fell off and didn't notice it was a big deal until after they made the big announcement and was like, hey, we're going to be focusing on Great League and hey... I hope you got these Pokemon on that community day, and you didn't get you didn't just evolve your hundred percents and kept lower ones too. Yep. But I think it was a that was what happened with me with Venusaur. Yeah. I somehow had one under Great League. Yeah. And it's not good. Not great. Yeah. But I feel like on the flip side of that, there are some communities that want to do the tournaments before that because I feel like they think that once that drops. Uh huh their competitive edge of being prepared will true. be some, unbalanced. Some at that players point. some players will already have those those mon and have already traded those and all that stuff. And I think that's why um, they want to get those tournaments done beforehand because then they can get their they have a bit of a competitive edge, if you will. Yeah. But I think also we'll see the meta shift a little bit more because more things will become more available. More things will be available, so, for sure. Um, Venus, and not just this cup, but going forward as well. Venus, I think some of the early starters, Charizard, Venusaur, those will jump up a little bit in usage, I think. Um, Charizard for me especially. Charizard, Typhlosion, and Meganium. I never had a good one. Mm-hmm. I'd be very interested to see, like I, I uh, mentioned in the previous episode, uh, Leafeon and Glaceon because they haven't had Last Resort. True. To see if that actually improves it. Um, there are much better examples of grass and ice in this meta, yeah. but I'd be interested to see if someone wants to run. And not only that, if same, somewhere down the line they become relevant, like an, an ice type cup where mm-hmm. water types are banned. So mono or, ice types. Or mono are, types yeah. in general. Yeah. Yeah. I think the some of the, the evolutions are great examples of something that's a little bit, um, a, unfortunately, a little bit more. 
restrictive. Yeah, restricted as far as move pool wise, but I think performance in the right meta, like we've seen in the past months, even in general, are just great for their type. I mean, I use them all the time for rocket battles. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, if you need like if you just need that one counter, the evolutions are pretty solid. So we got a chart we'll show you later for those watching the stream, and then we'll kind of go through it. Sorry, Jolteon. Jolteon's not great. It's weak. I mean, I, there, it, it does have Thundershock, so it does have something that some of the main electric types don't have. Mm-hmm. If it got Pin Missile... Mm, yeah, I mean, if any of them got... A secondary moves, type move. Yeah, from a secondary yeah. type. At least if, if, even if it was just one. I mean, look at the Legendary Beasts. They all got their rework. That's true. I wonder if we'll get an EV Lucian rework at some point yeah i mean was it gen 5 or 6 that gets sylveon i feel like that's 6 isn't it because that's when fairy like exploded onto yeah. the scene in X yeah and it was when when fairy first came out that was when it got um okay so we still have a while for sylveon but this is a good opportunity to stock up on those last resort eevee for when it does come out yeah or stock up I still have a bunch of Eevee, which I need to find somebody to just, like, mirror trade Eevee with so we can reroll and get good stats, because all of the Eevee I have are, like, meh stats. Yeah. But I have a bunch of them. I have, like, way too many of them. I have one Flower Crown Eevee saved for Sylveon. Oh, okay. Um, all of those people that hated those boxes, I, I cherished my each one. Mm-hmm. If it was good, I kept it. Yeah. I need to find somebody local to be able to just mirror trade a bunch of Eevee so I can get a couple of reasonable ones. I have one saved for Umbreon, for sure. Um, and I... It's funny. I look at all my friends' list, and everybody's got an EV waiting to evolve. I think the uh, the one thing I'm uh, I'm wondering is if the name trick is going to come back. This I'd hope so. I hope so. Cause... I have so many uh, Vaporeons I want to evolve. Yeah, yeah. Because I've already used that name trick, and I'm like, I don't know if I can do it again. I'd be interested so... if they reset it for every one of them, not just the first three. That would be interesting, so that it works for the <laughs> other two, or other the other. Th- because you could use it for Leafeon, Glaceon, Umbreon, and Espeon. Yeah. And it was Sakura for Espeon, mm-hmm. uh, Ray for Glaceon, Lei for Leafeon. And I'm that's not the right one, but you get my point. Yeah. There are, there's the name tricks. Look them up. Um Yeah, so community days kind of going on. Actually, let me switch over. How does this view? Ah, it's giant. That works though. That works out well. Uh, so on those of you who are video, stream, yep. yeah. Uh, community day legacy moves. Uh, Silverina released a cheat sheet for PvP for the community day. For those that are in the Discord or would like to join the Discord, we have this information on our channels. You're mm-hmm. more than welcome to jump on in and grab those for yourself. This is probably the best cheat sheet I've seen for a community day. But granted, this is a multi Pokemon community day. Yeah. Uh, who is the one that created this? Was it Self Arena? It looks like it's just Self Arena. I'm gonna. They did a they fabulous a... job. Uh, yeah, I don't know who specifically it is. I we should we should find it and tweet out the but, info. Give them mad mad props because this looks like crispy. So we're gonna go over real quick. Uh, community legacy move cheat sheet for PvP. This cheat sheet, if you're listening on the podcast, has a list of what's essential, what's useful, what's kind of good. And just meh in general, but it gives you kind of an idea of how to obtain them during community day if you don't already have one saved for the event, and how to go about finding them and what level and IVs are most optimal. 
So I'll let you go ahead and kick it off, and we'll start off with the essentials for PvP listed here on this image. Uh, Charizard, Swampert, Umbreon, and Venusaur. Of course. No, <laughs> no, no surprise, no unsung hero here. Um, your All of these, let's see. Of all of these, only Mudkip will be able to be spawned in the wild. They will spawn both on Saturday and Sunday. Um, More chances for you to find another 15. Oh, another uh, shiny? <laughs> yeah. yeah, add to my way too many shiny Mudkips um, and its evolutions. Um, the On Saturday, you will be able to hatch from eggs, uh, Charmanders, and um, Bulbasaur. Bulbasaurs. Uh, and then on Sundays, you will be able to hatch uh, Eevees and Mudkips. And then on both Saturday and Sunday, you will be able to find in raids Charmanders, Bulbasaurs, and Eevees. Uh, it's a little convoluted as far as how all of this works. Um, I I'm think imagining all they'll is, all be one stars. Yeah, and I assume all of these are uh, 2k eggs, correct? So I would you assume. Should. Is there half hat hatch distance? <clears throat> I believe so. I really hope so. Um, boy, I mean, am I going to be of money. hatching that crazy. Um, so your uh, max CP values, um, if you are looking for, um, let's see. For your, Charmander. Your max CP value for Charmander that you're looking for uh, so that it's within Great League, and, and I'll just list all of these. Uh, Charza, or... For Charizard, you're looking at a 455 CP Charmander. Mm -hmm. uh, Eevee, you're looking for a 706 for Numbreon. I don't know if it's got... I assume it has other values for all the other evolutions. Yeah. Evolutions. But it's probably around the 700 range because yeah. they don't they don't adjust all that much. Um, Mudkip, you're looking at 517. Uh, Bulbasaur, you're looking at 562. Um, their IV range... Uh, IV ranges are adjusted slightly, but you're looking for zeros in attack and close to max in uh, HP and defense. Um, the one weird one is uh, Venusaur at a 0, 14, 11. And those are perfect PvP stats. Yes. Not 100% IVs. Good luck finding those. <laughs> yeah. Those are really the really specific, uh, really specific uh, IV ranges. But, so. I mean, there could be people that have them saved already waiting. That's true. That is very true. Uh, let's see. Very useful in PvP. So uh, mileage may vary. That yeah, mileage may vary, but you see them occurring frequently. Yes, enough to the point where maybe you should invest a little bit and make sure you have at least one on the bench in case you need to come to a cup and go. Oh, I would need one of these in a niche pick. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at Blastoise, Blazekin, Gallade, Gardevoir. Meganium, Metagross, Typhlosion, Tyranitar. Those kind of it's funny it rhymes. <laughs> Bs, Gs, Ms, and Ts. Yep. Begumt. <laughs> Your begumt line. Um, let's see. Out of all of these, Squirtle, uh, Chikorita, Beldum. Beldum. I space on the name. Uh, Cyndaquil and Larvitar will be in raids on both days. Uh, the Torchix uh, and your Ralts will not be in raids, um, but all one, two, three, four, five other of the um, first forms of these will be in raids both days. 
Let's see. I see only... It's looking like Blaziken's... So Torchic and, and Ralts. Larvitar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tor- uh, Torchic and Larvitar are going to be in eggs on Saturday. Um, and then only Ralts, Chikorita, and uh, Cyndaquil are in eggs on Sunday. Okay. And then, let me see, does any of these, none of these stand out as super odd stat combos. Meganium is a little odd. Your 100% PvP IV is a 0-10-15, so not a 0-15-15. But you are looking at, holy cow, the max CP for Gallade and And Gardevoir. You're looking at a 2-10 for within Great League. Uh, So one thing I would like to point out uh is Blaziken, or Torchic and Ralts, are the two that will be appearing in the wild that you can catch of this list of yes. these this section? Yeah, the rest are limited to raids or eggs. Uh huh. Um, those have been in the wild, I think, long enough. Yeah. Um, and they're unfortunately their community days were in the previous years. So. Well, that was this year. For Ralts. Right. The other ones. Right. So no, your you're Squirtle, right, you're right. your Chikorita, <laughs> your Beldum. Yeah. Your. Cyndaquil um, and, and Larvitar were all 2017, no, 2018 community yeah. days, whereas Ralts and Torchic were both 2019. Do you want to run through the list of the numbers on the max CPs, though? Yes. Squirtle, you're looking for a 517. Torchic, you're looking at a 523. Hopefully you're taking notes because this is a lot of numbers. <laughs> um, Ralts, you're looking at a 210 for both Gallade and Gardevoir. I believe... Their stats, stats spreads and same. stuff are the same. Yeah. It's just a male v female. Um, and both benefit with having synchronize. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we've seen a meta yet where synchronize isn't really useful for them. So um, and that, there's the whole argument of psychic over synchronize. I think it's just synchronize comes up just that much faster, but everyone kind of likes that chance of a debuff from psychic. Yep. Um your Chikorita is 524. Your Beldum is a 338. Your Cyndaquil, you're looking for a 455. And your Larvitar, you're looking at a 359. So these, I think most of these you're looking for, hopefully you have wild spawns, I think, on most of these. Because any of these um, within either eggs or raids... Uh, your might level be a little too high. Your level is too high. Yeah. Uh, so, Parker, go on. I love my dog. Go. It's HR. He's here to talk to you. Yeah. Oh no, I'm gonna get in <laughs> trouble with HR. Um, let's see. I need that one. He made me click away from my article. Um, <laughs> now we look at the bench warmers. Maybe useful someday. <laughs> Wait, no, you can't tell me Vaporeon with Last Resort may be useful someday when it's been so highly rated for Ferocious Cup. <laughs> you can't, no. Vaporeon is very helpful. Go get a Vaporeon with Last Resort. Come on, Silverine, you can't tell me that's not important. Um, Glaceon and Leafeon, let's see, unconfirmed availability. Glaceon and Leafeon have been confirmed to have Last Resort yeah. upon evolution. Yeah. Um, Buy Niantic support, but take that word at your leisure. Um, let's see. Parker. Go lay down, bud. Go lay down. 
Your tail is hitting my mic stand, and <laughs> I can thunk. I can see the mixer spike. Kennel. Um, Lay down. So Vaporeon, Glaceon, and Leafeon uh, all may be useful. Uh, I would try and aim to get one with Last Resort. Yeah. Um, because. <clears throat> so I do want to interrupt really quick. Uh-huh. Um, if you are one of your leaders of your community or your like person in charge of your group of friends, make sure you guys aren't cross dropping fro- frozen and uh, gl- what's the glacial and mossy lures. Yep. Make sure you coordinate with other people in your group that you guys aren't like overlapping them. And I would even say wait a half hour till after the event starts to drop those, because I've heard reports of people dropping them as soon as the event starts and they expire. At 2.30. Okay. So give it a little bit of time if someone hasn't dropped it. But just kind of coordinate those and do remember that you can overlap them. If you're on like a tri-lure or something, Mm -hmm. you do have to be in a certain range of one or the other. Otherwise, the game, it kind of gives you the silhouette once you evolve it. Double check when when you go to evolve an Eevee within range of any of those Those uh, lures. um, it It will show specifically what evolution it will get. If you're within one of those ranges. But I am letting you know from experience personally, because I did that on one of the community days not too long ago, make sure you're far enough outside the range of one because you can click on the button, but if for some reason you GPS drift over while it's trying to do the make evolution. Sure okay. You're saying make sure you're within one, one specific and not you're not overlapping into a second one. Correct. Okay. Um I would look to try and get a Glaceon and a Leafeon with last resort because we're not sure if uh, we're going to get another EV community day or another opportunity for uh, Glaceon and Leafeon to get last resort. Yeah, this so, might be it. Yeah. I mean, look at Umbreon and how big of an impression it's had. Mm-hmm. So but that, again, is because it's dark and tanky. and Yeah. Leafeon, maybe not so much, but I feel like Glaceon might be a contender later on down the road. Yeah. But as with anything, because this is the fear of missing out, yeah. go, and get, go and get them One while of you each. can because we know we can. Um, focus on that. If you're being a good friend, get a couple extra. Yeah, be available for trades. Um, Torterra. We had the community day. I like it. It wasn't. It wasn't long enough ago for me to to say to, to for people to be really scared. Um, yeah, I feel like unless you're one of those people that had to work or weren't able to get one within PvP range, mm-hmm. this is a second chance. Along with a couple of the other ones like Infernape and. Uh, Flygon, those were up recently. You should have had some, but if you had to happen to work or were unable to get out or had something going on where you couldn't get those, this is a nice second chance to get those. Yep. Will any of those be relevant anytime in the near future? Probably not, mm-hmm. but again, the FOMO. Yep. Uh, for Alligator, Amphros, Mamoswine, Jolteon, Flygon. So these are all the maybe useful someday. So I like pilot Mamoswine. Uh-huh. And I, I'm hoping for Alligator gets better. I don't know why, but it was one of my favorite Pokemon uh-huh. in Gen Two. It just looks so cool. It's a big old Gator. Do you see the uh, tweets going around of the plush of the for Alligator with four arms? No. Yeah, it looks like it's like a Machamp. It's a Machamp for Alligator. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. But um, that's another one too. Is Ampharos? I know how much you love Ampharos, and I know there's a big passion in the community for Ampharos. Uh, this might be a good one to get one of those purified with return and the signature. Uh, you can't. 
You can't because return gets that's over. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Over. Um, Never mind me. I'm lying. It sucks for sure. Um, I'd be very interested to see at what point is Amphros going to be relevant. Does it need a move rework? It just needs a better electric fast move, or just another move. Yeah, yeah. Give it Thunderfang. Because <laughs> uh, that sheep don't meep. But while he's looking, I'll quickly go over the Pokemon that probably not, but you'll never know list. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the rest of your evolutions with Flareon and Espeon. Will Espeon ever really be good with normal? Not really, because if you're using an Espeon, what counters Espeon? A ghost type. What doesn't hurt ghost? Normal type moves. An Espeon with last resort really only hits other psychic type for neutral at best. Yeah. Flareon with last resort, most of the things that are going to counter Flareon aren't... So I believe it's rock and steel that resist normal. So you wouldn't really need normal against those because you're already going to get... Your fire is already countering the steel. And if you're fighting against a rock, it's not going to be a long match. You're not going to get to it with Flareon. Uh, Sceptile. I feel like Sceptile has a chance for improvement. It's got Fury Cutter, and in this cup right now for Timeless, it's being thought of as an anti-grass or an anti-bug with Aerial Ace. Eh, Leaf Blade's better. Let's just not overlook the obvious infernape we just had its community day dragonite i love my big old og orange dragon but the community move is not great legacy dragonite's going to be a lot better if you can find one of those salamance not really at home in great league dragonite or legacy dragonair uh dragonite okay yeah it's draco meteor and it's a one bar and then you've got Surf Pikachu, which <laughs> never will be relevant. The one shiny I have is a Surf Pikachu, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Surf Pikachu, is it going to be relevant? Probably not. Is it a collector's item? Sure. Yeah. Go nuts. Fill up your bag with useless mice. More, more, yeah, more rodents. And then big old slacking. Body, Body slam. slam Jam is a thing, but not with this king. Not with, not with Yawn. No. Give it lock on. <laughs> he puts on like night vision goggles. Yeah. We're going in. Yeah, make it like <laughs> Sam Fisher slacking. Pew! All right, let's go. He just crashes through walls. What's the energy gain to body slam or what's the lock on to body slam ratio? Is it like two lock ons to a body slam? That sounds about right. It's it's probably that beep, disgusting. Beep, yeah. Boom. Yeah. So I can imagine it's that's disgusting. Um, now that you've completed the list, the 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 list here, um, here's your uh, Machamp for alligator. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll share that. I kind of want though. that. Yeah, we'll share that on. Uh, I kind of want. Do they have the, the shiny? Battle Science Twitter? Uh, maybe I don't know. Was it like? Is it one of those knockoff things? It's or probably is it- a knockoff. Like it looks like they tried to make him a champ. I bet now that it's gone, like gone throughout Twitter and stuff, it's probably sold out. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Do you want one for Christmas? I'll get you one for Christmas. If it comes like the the WWE wrestler like stretch arms, then yes. Oh boy, they should make it in a um, plastic action figure. Yeah, yeah, with flex action bulk up. 
Seven lock-ons for a body slam. Okay. That feels long. No. Okay. That also, sounds right. I mean, but also lock-ons animation is long, so. Yeah, it's like a second and a half, I think. Okay. But, like, so there's other moves that'll get to it quicker. Yeah. Doesn't lock-on have one of the highest energy gains, though? Yeah. Okay. It's just that its animation is long. Pretty chunky. Okay. But so these are suggestions that we've kind of gone over for Community Day. You want to scroll me back up real quick? So definitely grab yourself a Charizard and Umbreon and Venusaur if you can. Mm -hmm. And then the other ones, grab them if you don't already have them. I know, like I've said before, a lot of people have them ready to go. I personally also have mine set up ready to go. Again, just a friendly disclaimer, wait about a half hour to do any evolutions Set yourself up around 2.30 to start popping off and just doing evolutions. In the meantime, incubate your eggs. Get rid of whatever you have. Well, the event's 9 to... Was, is it 9 to 9? 9 a.m., 9 p.m.? I'm not sure. I day. haven't looked at the official announcement. Double but. check the, the timing for that. Um, because your legacy move should be available early that morning. So. Right. But my fear is... We've experienced technical difficulties multiple times in multiple community days. That's true. That's true. Just but for I the fail safe in wait a half hour. Yeah, double check double check make sure things are live. Let it let someone else be the first one to <laughs> let the, someone yeah. else evolve their um ninety nine percent Umbreon just to not get a last resort. Yeah. Um I think that's one of the benefits of where we live being in the Pacific Coast. The, yeah, the We're at um, the end of the time zone. Yeah, we're at the end of the list as far as the community day start stuff, so um, yeah. thank you. Be... Thank you to all of our people on the Asia Pacific. Asia Pacific. Yeah. Um, you are our sacrifice. Yeah, we won't let your sacrifice be in vain. Um, I think that's the the weird thing about this one's going to be that they're all going on at about the same time. Like, oh, did we want to say dates? December fourteenth really, to fifteenth. Yeah, we really yeah. we probably I mean, should have led with dates. Hopefully, everyone already knows you know what's <laughs> going on, and we're just treading over information that people already know. True. So, um, in which case. We just spent 30 minutes going over the same thing, but that's fine. You know, more information. Um, this is to help you 9 be better 9 at PM for your evolutions, uh, 11 to 2 for bonuses, uh, the raid, and eggs. Okay. So, wait, the eggs are only from 11 to 2? That isn't. It makes why. sense to obtain them then. But, uh, yuck. That means don't spin any stops. Like, clear out your eggs. Or just space. fill up and then turn off, like, Adventure Sync. Not adventure, uh, like your your go plus and stuff. Yeah. So you're not spinning stops and getting eggs outside of. I oh, I w wish the I wish the raids and the eggs would have lasted the entire thing. Yeah. And the increased spawns would have been during the standard community day hours, but you know. You know. But my, then they don't make money. And my idea for community <laughs> this kind of community day would be slightly different. Um. I mean, it's it feels like it's going to be more about people getting the evolutions if they already have the stuff set aside. Uh huh. And then just catching bonus extra. Yeah. Excess. Yeah. I mean, the big thing I think is going to be people trying to get eggs out to get the stuff that they missed out on for the first wave of PvP. Mm -hmm. So like the Gen 1s, the Gen 2s. Yep. For sure. Alrighty. Like, I'm not super inclined to do Chikorita raids. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Uh, to be honest, Chikorita and Meganium has performed better in PvP than I would have expected. Yeah. So no. Yeah. Um, and there's a handful of others uh, within the the PvP sphere that have performed better than I would expect. Yeah. So. 
What are we, three days into Timeless? Yes, depending yeah. on your time zone. True. Yeah. I We've think, already uh, got stats up. Yeah. So as of three days in to, uh, what is this, 30, December is 31 days and then eight additional days. So you're looking at 39 day, a 39 day cup tournament. window, tournament window. Um, wow, that's like, what are we, 1% in? Yeah. Exactly. 1% into the month or 5%. I'm terrible at mental math. Somebody correct me. Um, uh, no surprise. We're looking at, uh, the timeless cup cups, live cup data, cup, 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 more (laughs) cups, um, game of cups or no cups of thrones. No, hold on. I'm thinking of something else. I don't know. Anyways. Um, uh, timeless cup live team stats. The at the end of your battles with somebody where you can report what the last three Pokemon they used. This is the data from that. So self.gg forward slash cup forward slash timeless. And then if you go to cup stats, uh, we are looking at that information as of December 3rd at around 720. Uh, Dragonair with a commanding 41% usage. That's not surprising at all. It is Dragon Breath hurts. Uh, the big uh, raspberry vape is dominant there's nothing really that resists it here uh except for empoleon and i'm really sad because empoleon would be great but it's community day hasn't happened so it's held back it's probably going to be the least used starter <gasps> goodness gracious that was a are you sure about that empoleon's usage less than infernape <laughs> oh no you're right you're right you know what? yeah I was wrong. I'll admit it. And yep. see, now that we're joking about it, just like the psychic hold rework, on, hold on. they'll rework it. Uh, is there oh, someone? No, look, Grottle. <laughs> we were, we were all wrong. Grottle is king. Grottle down here with uh, probably way less than 1%. Um, <laughs> Does it say negative 1%? I wish. Less than Conbuskin. Uh, I need to zoom. Hold on. This is going to freak things out. <laughs> Um, I increased mean, spawns and eggs and the raids from nine to nine, and then you'll get half hatch distance at the two times Stardust, two times Stardust, half hatch distance, two times Stardust, uh, on catch, and two times XP from catch from eleven to two. Okay. So you'll get all of the extra bonuses, but you'll still have particular spawns, et, uh, etc during the nine to nine all right parker i love you dog your tail <laughs> keeps hitting my mic stand and i'm seeing it peak stop <laughs> i love you but scrolling back up there again dragon air obviously doing what it does best as a dragon i'm gonna zoom this in a little bit too so what we're looking at is the overall ranking with what five days in three days in three days in to the timeless cup of what people are reporting as their team, what they use on their team. Scroll uh, on back up. Torterra. There's Infernape. Wow. So some people are using Infernape. Torterra is even lower than Infernape. I think it's just the ice. Double weak to ice. Mm. Um. I'm not surprised to see Gloom. I'm not surprised to see Raichu. Go, <clears throat> go lay down. 
motherfucker go? <laughs> little boy. What are you He's doing? not little. Uh, we are looking uh, at the sylph.gg forward slash cup forward slash timeless and the cup stats. So we're looking at the uh, usage of Pokemon um, as reported as reported so far uh, from Sylph tournaments. Yeah. So Blastoise is coming really low. Yep. I mean, as a straight it water. It is still pretty early. That's true. I wonder how many tournaments. I wish there was a statistic along this of like how many tournaments. How many tournaments have been yeah. complete, played? All matchups past seven days. Match victories. Oh. Ooh. Doesn't really change much. Match victories. Um, let's see. Dragonair. Dragonair, Lapter- Lapras, Kingdra. Victory Bell coming up here high, but that's because it's not limited. Um, anyone can use it. Um, and it doesn't take the role of the starter. Yeah. And I think it also just does a high. It has the highest, If I correct me if I'm wrong, chat or listeners, I believe it is the highest Razor Leaf damage user for attack power. Okay. I'd be interested to see these numbers, but split between all of the meta and then the limited. So you're looking at um, the, the rest of the meta and the starters because you can only pick one um, one starter, see what the, the, the usage percentage of the starters are, and then the the rest of the meta looks like. Jim Korn is saying Weeping Bell, which might be true with Legacy. Um, let's see. So Dragonair, Lapras, Kingdra, Victory Bell, Celio. Celio is a thick boy. That body slam jam. Uh-huh. Uh, Venusaur as the first starter up here. Wish Cash, Skunk Tank, Venomoth, Charizard, Swampert, Blaziken, Drapion, and Blaziken getting a lot more used than lower. I expected. Yeah, I think it, uh, let's see. It's the counter hitting the ice. Yeah, but it already, ha- it should. I mean, counter is a great move, and I think that's probably why it's up higher. Yeah. Um, also, with the incredible amount of shield pressure it has. Oh yeah. Um, it's not. Uh, she. It's. It's not shield baiting. It is just shield pressure. Yeah. Because of <laughs> Are how you fast. You gonna shield me? Are yeah. You gonna shield me? Yeah. Because of how fast you can get uh, flame kick uh, off or place kick. Yeah. I never get it correct. A fire foot. Fire foot <laughs> to the face. Fi- fire foot. Yeah. If he I make it generic, I can't clan. be wrong. And people still understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just from those top, uh-huh. one of the debate that or the debacle that I've been having lately with building my team mm. in particular is one thing I would like to see on this self arena uh, stat page, if yeah. we could, is something along the lines of PV poke where you can see what moves are performing. It'd be a lot more data to, to try True. and add at the end of a... But for me, I see Wizcash. That can be built a couple different ways. Uh-huh. I see Lapras. Are they running it with pure ice? Or are they sacrificing that legacy move to run Water Gun? Right. Or are they running... Um, I've been seeing Shield Bash. Shield Bash Surf. S- Skull Bash. Skull Bash. Yeah. Jim Corn and I did a couple practice matches tonight. He ran his with the fast, up, vice, fast ice move, Surf, and Skull Bash. Okay. And it's like... Lapras is one of those ones that until you fight it, you don't know what you're coming up against. Is it a pure like I had mine out tonight against him and I used mine. It's ice shard, ice beam. I mm-hmm. haven't invested in it yet because I'm not 100% I'm running it or not. Right. So it's like if I do want to invest in it, 
do I like I think one of the matchups I lost specifically was because he had Sunny Cast form and I was running Lapras and I was in a situation where if I had one surf I would have won. Yeah. But it just kept chipping away with me with the weather ball and I just not having that surf, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. glad it's a practice match and not an actual tournament. Right. But that's where you need to check your opponent, not only know what you're going in with, mm-hmm. but know what potential certain Pokemon have to come up against your team. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily want it to cost you around just to fish out what moves they have. Right. If you can comfortably do that and yeah. you have the support to behind it to adapt to that, I think that's kind of where we start to get on the more advanced level of play is knowing what your opponent has to throw at you and then trying to figure it out but not costing yourself the match because of it. I think it's 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 looking at looking at your opponent's team and recognizing those uh the versatile pokemon that are on their team mm-hmm. and figure out what role they're looking for that pokemon to be in. Yeah. I did um, so. a cliffhanger match today against one of my remote leagues. We both had a lone Marowak, but he ran his fire spin Shadow Ball Bone Club. Mm-hmm. Whereas mine was Hex uh Bone club and shadow ball mm-hmm. i ended up winning the neutral matchup but then the next time around he saved it because he knew that i had the shadow or the ghost type moves mm-hmm. threw it against my venusaur and then as soon as he saw me dr- bring mine out he immediately countered right because it, he baited out me showing both of my moves therefore he knew okay my marowak going to lose to his right so i think that's the it's something that like I'm not even solid on. Like, I'm not a great PvPer. That's another why good like, example. Venomoth. If someone you come up against has a double legacy Venomoth, can can, can, can I finish? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, um. Something that I need to work on is looking at teams and better, you know, dissecting and better knowing the opponent. Um. It that is the the big question with a lot of things. There's some some Pokemon like uh, Meganium and. Uh, Charizard's not it. I'm trying to think of other examples. Um, there's some Pokemon that consistently have the same move set, and then there's yes. others. So you're looking at Dragonair, you're looking at Lapras, you're looking at Venomoth. Um, Charizard has a little bit of option too of what's the what's those charge moves? What mm-hmm. are they? What are because they can form they can perform reasonably in the same role, or they can form, perform different roles depending on the move set, even though they're the same Pokemon. Um, and it's being able to to get a better sense of what their what your opponent's team is, mm-hmm. but even before that, what your own team is of what Pokemon you can I can choose the, all of these good Pokemon, but then the question is, what role? Yeah, do I want that to run? And I think that's um, where I'm at on my team building right now. Yeah, you're like, okay, here are some really good performing Pokemon, but what role do I want to have them perform in, and what role is going to perform the best from that Pokemon? in this meta so yeah. um i mean because you can take something like venomoth mm-hmm. it has double legacy in poison fang and i think it's bug buzz or bug bite as its fast move you can run venomoth as a pure bug type mm-hmm. but only if you have the legacy otherwise it's confusion venomoth was one that i wanted to look at um and so that's a pretty reasonable transition if you don't mind um to look at venomoth because we've seen Venomoth's performance with uh, Confusion and Poison Fang in numerous two or cups. Three, two or three different cups here uh, in Season 1 and coming into uh, Season 2. Um, was it Nightmare? Twilight. 
I'm trying to think. Season two was it in a uh, meta here in season two? Was so it so within... far? No. Okay. So then I'm just thinking of because it couldn't Twilight. have been in Sinister. Okay. Mike's falling down. <laughs> um, confusion. Silverwind Poison Fang. Um, Silverwind. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other return might help it. Return's another one that's been tossed around from what I've heard of people. Uh-huh. It's an interesting one that catches people off guard if you don't have the legacy optimal poison fang. Uh-huh. I don't. I fear it. <coughs> I. It's one of those ones of like, I don't like it because I don't have it. Mm-hmm. Um, Venomoth performs really well. Um, it beats out grass. And then the confusion, help me out, confusion beats the poisons? Yep, poison. So, as long as they're not also dark. Um, so it performs as a poison and it performs as an anti-poison. So one of the little sort of niche metas within Timeless is uh, poisons because they're only resisted and defeated by ground uh, consistently. Um, ground or psychic, but because Venomoth is also bug, it neutralizes but it. Psych- but psychic is not a banned available. type. Correct. So Venomoth with confusion is one of the rare uh, psychic attackers. Psychic hybrid, yeah. Um, or pseudo-psychic, I guess. Yeah. Um, so Venomoth is one to look out for. So like myself, if I'm running my muck, I have to look out for Venomoth. Because um, it has confusion because and it, confusion. it resists whatever you throw at it. Yeah. Um, that's why I have Macargo. <laughs> Double. Anything I throw at it with Macargo, Venomoth is losing. Um, but Venomoth is within Timeless, and so it performs... Very well if you have it. Very well if you have it. performs the same, you know, it's the same role, it's the same moveset. Um, maybe a little bit of flex as far as its moveset, but it's uh, your Confusion, your Poison Fang are both going to be really impressive um, within. So It's your anti-Venusaur, anti-Grass-type if it doesn't have it, something to fight back with it. Yep. One optimal counter I've seen for Venomoth in the Grass line is... Uh, oh, what was it? Basically anything with Return. Mm, okay. Any of the like glooms or ivy sores with return just mm-hmm. smacks Venomoth and goes no. Okay, because return gets off fairly quickly. Yeah, its overall damage doesn't like it doesn't one shot anything. Yeah, but it gets you closer. Yeah. Um. Let's see, Venomoth. Another bug, or no? It's not a bug. Drapion. Drapion. Uh, where is Drapion? There is Drapion. Um, so Drapion as an ice type attacker. Yes. Because it has ice fang. With the new fang release, I was running access to ice fang. Yep. I was running, uh, Sims. It beats, uh, Shelgon. It beats Kingdra. It beats, um, most of the grass. Dragonair. Okay. Uh, it beats most of the grass. So it beats Venusaur. It doesn't beat Meganium, but I think that's just because Meganium is chunkier. Um, well, plus it has earthquake. Yeah. Um, Drapion, uh, I think so far recommended Ice Fang, Crunch, Aqua Tail. Uh, Aqua Tail, I know, is super spammy. Um, spammy, and it's also good against your fire. Um, Drapion not having the fire weakness, using an Ice-type fast move, but not having the fire weakness helps for its uh, overall performance and its length in a 1v1 battle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how... Often fire is going to be used here. Yeah, fire and poison seem to share the same role in this cup. Uh-huh. 
and it's appearing char- so skunk tank being the uh, other one of those like weird venomoth where it has access to another move that makes its utility more important mm-hmm. and then charizard and blaziken coming up right behind it uh, so far in the rankings mm-hmm. um i know like you mentioned macargo another really good fire type i think more people are playing it as a rock though mm-hmm. with fire support right um uh, sunny uh, cast form, mm-hmm. another super quick spammable fire user. I ran it in a couple test battles, and it just wasn't quite as quick as I needed it to yeah. be. And then Jim Corny also saying nine tails. I agree with the nine tails. Yep, nine tails is the hard fi- uh, grass type counter because it has fire spin and psy shock, and a good portion of your grass users are also poison. Right, so just. It just beats them. Mm-hmm. And in instance against you with Muck, it also would be a good option to counter other poison because it has the Psychic and Psyshock. Yep. But if it comes up against something like Drapion, you want to run a sim real quick and see who would win that matchup. I feel like Drapion would win only because it has Aqua Tail. Nine and Cat Nine Tails. Battle. Okay. Nine Tails wins. With 30 is, HP. Is this that is with one shield each, though? That's with Flamethrower. Which let's is its give legacy. It, solar Beam is the other option. Let's give it Solar Beam, and let's run that one. A Solar Beam Psychic. It still, still wins. wins. Okay. Still wins, but by a less margin. Um, so Ice Fang, Crunch, Aqua Tail, Drapion versus a Fire Spin, Solar Beam, Psyshock. Nine I Tails. think Nine Tails is just doing more neutral stab damage with Fire Spin overall. Mm-hmm. And... Drapion can't do anything with Ice Fang. Yeah, and this is a one shield matchup. So yeah, one shield. This is like if it you started off um, as your leads. Yeah, as your yeah as a lead. Yeah. Fire Blast Ember. Where's uh, so see. Ember? I believe is its other legacy move. Yeah, if yeah. you want to run uh, Ember Fire Blast, both of which are legacy with Psy Shock as a second. Uh, still wins. Still wins. Eighteen. 18 HP on uh, Ninetales' part. So, Ninetales, definitely bulky. Yeah. Um. But again, that's another one that it's... It helps with the legacy, and I don't think we'll ever get that legacy back, no. So, which sucks. Um, this is where uh, Mr. Livid, Texas, uh, Texas PvP, would say we need Will-O-Wisp, and I would <laughs> happen to agree. Um, I don't think in the long run... I. I don't know if that would super help Ninetales having something the the acid uh, the acid equivalent or the acid, acid spray, spray equivalent, equivalent in, in a fire. Um, the debuff is always helpful, but I think Ninetales uh, kind of got knocked down a peg because the really good fire type uh, fast move is legacy on it, and a really good fire type charge move is also legacy on it. Yeah, um, which it and really, Arcanine are in the same boat. Yeah, which is I, I that confounds me. I don't understand it. I wonder if it do you want to run a sim with one of them have I mean, it was actually pretty exponential difference in HP left over when you gave it flamethrower and ran the sim. Um Yeah. 30. So almost it has double. O- almost double the amount of HP if it has flamethrower over uh what was it? Fire blast. Yeah. So yeah, like why would you just up and take off the move? It 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 overwhelmingly uh this is my problem with this cup is these moves that are not available anymore mm-hmm. 
and I was kind of talking with Jim Corn about it earlier, was you have these Pokemon. Okay, does that that in regionals like Relicanth? Relicanth is another one that's really big in this cup mm-hmm. because if it's water, it's water and rock, which rock beats the ice, which is it beats rock Lapras. Or is it ground? It's rock. Okay. Um, I keep putting it in the Mud Boys category. <laughs> He's an old grandpa. I think, mud I boy. think the I think the the I think it still has access to some of the ground moves, but but my my problem and issue with this cup is, let's say you have Arcanine, you have access to Arcanine, Relicanth, Legacy Venomoth, and uh, Nine Tails. I don't. Does that mean I'm going to lose? Depends on the matchup. A lot of it depends on the matchup. But having those options, you can be like, oh, well, you can go out and trade with your friends and get those. And it's like, okay, well, my friends like me only kept the best stuff and only kept high CP because at the time that's what we were told that we needed. Yeah. So cool, then try and trade it. Okay, well, I'm going to try and trade something that's no longer available. And, oh, it went from potentially being somewhat good to utter garbage now. Well, that just sucks for you, doesn't it? Yeah. That's basically what we're told. Yeah, it's... This is this is a conversation a conversation about the um uh offshoot or the potential viability of Pokemon Go as an esport um and that's a conversation I want to have um with that's actually something that I've been thinking of potentially doing all some sort of long form series of of like bonus segments or something okay of talking with people um I'd like to sit down with um what what john's doing has it did a a a post or two about uh esports and his um sort of uh thoughts on it um i have some of my own thoughts on it i know um at some point i'd be really interested to see what the um some of the bigger competitors uh feel so uh king and um it's not jay devon i there's another i'd have to look back um there was a uh nbc uh, like interview segment in I think Maryland. I'd have to look back. Um, uh, somewhere about Pokemon Go and about Pokemon Go PvP. Um, where they interviewed a couple people about um it and the the availability and the eventuality of Pokemon Go becoming an esport. And I think there's a lot of things that hold it back from that. Um, and there's that's all of this sort of my opinions and sort of the thoughts and the breakdowns of it and looking towards the future is something I I want to uh, look at and focus on in a, a, I think in a podcast way is a good way to succinctly go over it in the long term, Correct. as well as yeah. talk to different people and see what their thought is and sort of speculate and maybe at some point, I don't know, sit down with Niantic or sit down with, with the rest of the community or other people in the community and say, okay, does this make sense? as like esport or does it make sense because i think and i think the other thing is what do we define as an esport what do we when we say esport for pokemon go do we, are we talking about cloud nine and uh fanatic and um trying to think of other esports teams um are we talking about these uh these esport uh companies paying someone to play Pokemon Go in a professional manner and what does that look like and how does that change the community around it yeah. and all of these things. I think all of these are really interesting questions um, that I think if we want some point the the phrase esport needs to have 
a definitive a, meaning. A better, a better definition. As um, far as Pogo goes. And then, yeah, and then within the Pogo community and the Pokemon Go PvP community, we need to have, I think, uh, uh, if... If we want to do something separate as Sylph, how does that then relate to Niantic and what the Pokemon company wants to do? And there's a, there's a lot of other conversations I think that kind of within this. A good example think, to go ahead. And I think the legacy moves is a really big question of you know, especially something like Ninetales and looking at Fire type Pokemon particularly. Something like Ninetales has been um, severely uh, restricted at this point of its overall PvP performance and how does that uh how does that affect some you know competitions going forward so i mean we do have the announcement from from Niantic i believe is the official one saying that next year they're going to start doing competitive PvP on a global ranked system mm-hmm. does that evolve from something so i think a good example to go off of this i know it's kind of a tangent but smash brothers the melee community uh-huh. started the whole movement for their competition. The community grew into its own organization, and that's why we have things like Evo. I mean, not saying Smash Brothers made Evo, but right. things like it helped that. grow. It it I would Smash Brothers helped grow a arm of the fighting game community. Right to to and be it's able to grow from into that, that community that we have things like Silk Road. Now, will that progress into esports or will that something be niantic puts their foot in the door and goes hey we're doing the esports thing Mm -hmm. what is yeah how does that look does it look i'm curious to see the 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 are we gonna get something some somewhat parallel of maybe it's two separate leagues you look at something like um trying to think of a good example uh if you're into american football are you looking at arena football or the xfl versus the nfl Mm -hmm. um are we looking at um a i mean because the whole soccer where like here in here in america are we looking at something that's like the um mls and the um trying to think of what the the lower leagues are are we looking at something that might be where it's like a league so tying it into pokemon sword and shield where there's your top players that can then get relegated and what's the other phrase where you get brought back up into the main league where the Silph arena is the rest of the community and then Pokemon and Niantic play the top professional level. Like, okay, these are okay. We're like way off topic, but But it's an interesting topic. These are are really interesting things that I want to have conversations with and I want to see where do these like, uh, do we create some sort of, board to to or some sort of like community leaders do we sit them down and say okay what are what are what is our priority when we want to when we say we want to make this an esport what are we looking at and how does that relate to the overall mechanics of the game and does it make sense or do we have to adjust sort of our expectations of what this is and that's not to mention also people are still trying to bring people into play i know lately the games the ferocious cup wasn't the greatest and not a lot of people idle had as much fun as they did with sinister Mm -hmm. the community has been pretty quiet lately but i also think that's due to the part to the sword and shield release sword and shield it's the holiday season season. yeah it's been pretty quiet lately but we're here to stroke poke that fire i think the um 
I think the it, the overall chatter seems a little quiet, but yeah. I think the the overall turnout for the um, tournaments have been bigger than ever. Sylph so yeah. had a uh, an outage last week, week but weekend before. That sounds right. With the the most amount of traffic they've ever had, and month in and month out, they constantly keep getting we're getting bigger. the bar raised as yeah. far as the overall amount of uh, traffic. I'm not uh, trying so. to say don't alienate people speaking all this esports stuff, mm-hmm. but if you can get people to pay attention to esports for Pokemon Go as they do all these other games out there, we could see a movement. I think, um, but then again, it all comes down. You get the casual player. Oh, it's just a tapping game. There's no strategy. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. We're not here to talk about that. I know. I mean, that's we're not you know, content creators for those kinds of people. We're not podcasters for those kinds of people, but, um, yeah, I, I somewhat agree with, uh, free, free fall, here. free fall clash. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if we'll I've ever been see very a... hesitant on spending stardust for timeless. That's also why, again, the Lapras only had ice beam. Mm. I I'm, I'm trying to save because I feel something's coming and another I'm tangenting again, and I'm sorry. No worries. Um, one of the things our friend says is XP is dead. XP is dead. What's the point of XP after 40? Well, this is something I've been sitting and thinking on the last couple of days, is let's say they raise the level cap. There's so many things that go off into the expansion of universe that it's like, oh, well, here's the thing. I'm going to narrow it and bring us down to Earth. Here's my thoughts. One, if they were to unhinge leveling for pokemon and leveling for the player it would inc- it would require a whole complete overhaul of how cp works so if the level cap of, if the level cap of 40 excuse me as i like oxygen stops working if the level cap of 40 doesn't exist and there is no level cap is that what you're referring to yeah just okay. they open the door mm-hmm. and say scaling upwards if i would probably say where i'm at i'm not as much i hit level 40 last year in march since then i really haven't cared for xp Let's say somebody like you who just has been popping lucky eggs and doing stuff nonstop since you've... I really haven't. I know, but yeah. someone so, that's been very uh, good at I'm keeping still, up. I'm still trying to get to level 40. I'm, I'm level 39 in a quarter. They remove the level cap, mm-hmm. and immediately, based on where your XP is, you level up to a level. Let's say King, I'll just use him as an example. He's someone that's really good about doing experience and mm-hmm. all that. He immediately levels up to 152 mm-hmm. with no repercussions other than it just says he's level 152. Yeah. But because the Pokemon's level is tied to your level, that is where a huge system requirement is needed to be changed in the way the math for CP works because it is currently capped at level 40 and so is your Pokemon. Wouldn't wouldn't all of your Pokemon then stay level 40 and then you'd that have is to bring my thought. them up? That's, that's my thought, but okay. I think they should only raise that every so often to keep people interested mm. because at that point they're going to have to start making those tier sixes an actual thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I, there's, if we look beyond great league, as far as the core series or the, the, the main content of the game, you look at raids, you look at legendary Pokemon, you look at Pokemon that are coming out, you look at new moves and such. I think that, in a game design sense, we're looking at power creep. Yeah. Um, if you're, if you, I, I know there's, there's probably some great videos out on YouTube and I don't remember, I think it's not game explain. Who is it that did 
I'll have to find a couple of videos. If if you if you're if you don't know what power creep is, go look up what power creep is. I'm sure there's a couple of great uh, YouTube videos explaining um, the the game design term of power creep. Uh, in short, it's basically over time a game uh, increases the statistics or the performance of items, weapons, characters over the course of the game to where level ones will never be able to encounter, let's say, level 40s. Like if if my Pokemon were limited to levels one through five and you were a level 40 and you could have all level 40 Pokemon, uh, but the the grind to get there was like enormous, there's power creep there. Yeah. Um, or uh, I just started... Say I'm only using the Pokemon that came out day one with the, let's say PvP wise. I, uh, I am day one of Pokemon Go. It just released. I have my starter Pokemon and six other Pokemon, and I'm going a Silphorina battle with you today. Uh, you have better moves. You have better, uh, uh better metas. Your uh, Pokemon have more versatility of movesets and such. There's Pat's power creep. So over time, Pokemon have just gotten better. You get that with the uh, the Regis have come out. Um, <laughs> they made an explosive return. Uh, um, <laughs> Regigigas is gonna be super is well less chunky, but um, as a raid boss, we were terrified that Regigigas was gonna be nigh impossible as an EX boss. So. Um, power creep has is definitely happening in Pokemon Go, and yeah. that's why Niantic being like, we don't want people to be able to solo or duo raids. Let's make the pseudo six tier raid boss. Yeah. That's it's power creep. Yeah. Um, because everyone's getting stuff maxed out. Everyone's getting optimal counters. Uh, maxed out optimum counters. Pokemon that are getting released with optimal typing as counters. Not to mention the weather boosts. Um, weather boosts. The move sets are adjusting. Like we just got the fang, the the different fangs, elemental fangs. Um, all of these things are introducing this this power creep. So it begs the question: Okay, are we gonna get a level cap? These are all questions that are sort of without gr- outside of Great League because Great League is gonna always be capped at yeah, fifteen hundred. Great League will always kind of stay the same. So, it's just depending on what we see as future content that comes out. For example, Stunkfisk. That is going to shake or break based on what it gets for moves mm-hmm. because it is a defense-oriented ground electric. And that's just kind of tangenting off topic. So, <clears throat> Yeah, and I think the the other curious thing is how does that – how does the overall power creep – because we've seen so many different of these like monstrous legendaries. So Groudon, Kyogre, Rayquaza, probably never going to be available under 1,500. No. Just ever even out of so, boxes they're too high i'm wonder the the question then becomes of the power creep the the power creep as we go on how does that affect the great league meta or does it affect it at all is at there all. going to be yeah. zero change so for what, great league and that's yeah. on sylph but if the pokemon company decides to start making ranked tournaments uh-huh. master league there are those people out there that are just that's going to be that's wild. There's yeah. there's problems with the Stardust economy and the the catching the the candy economy yeah. uh and the rewards and everything that's just 
You better I, I pick your investments so. I think, wisely. I think I think the, <laughs> the the biggest thing we've seen is the the Pokemon Go and uh, PVP Invitational that happened at, at Worlds in Washington D.C. That was great league, and I think that's a great example of balance uh, of balance. And I I think that the, if if they're going to take something away from the Silph Arena uh, to make it so they don't shoot themselves in the foot, they're going to take away. Great League is what works. Yeah, it's working and it's balanced and it doesn't break ba- break players in resources. Yeah, it it still can. Yeah, but I don't. But I I don't think it does as harshly. Um, yes, I think I would be interested to see some. What's it called? Um, pseudo statistics and stuff. Look at some breakdowns of Ultra what Ultra League would look like because Master League just looks disgusting and I don't want to see those numbers um, because that's just unlimited of like, okay, let's just say we have unlimited resources. Um, you're only running, what, legendaries and then some others. Yeah. So, but I want to see like something like Ultra League. How does that, how does that meta break down? What are the costs look like? And for there the, are those resources in the, online. In the slight chance that that is something that Niantic and the Pokemon company look at as far as... Um, a competitive meta, yeah. But I think Great League is going to be where we're going. But that that the the overall question is, what do we see that for that in the future? So, hopefully, more info to come as we reach into the new year. Yeah, uh, they they want to do their competitive, uh, competitive league. Something about walking to unlock battles and hopefully yeah. My that roommate uh, poke fun at me. He's like, "You're not going to be able to just sit around." And it's like, "Well, I get out and walk when I can." Yeah, hopefully that's not too bad. 100% Clefable looks good in that meta. What, in uh, uh, Master or Ultra? I think Ultra. Okay. Yeah, I'd be curious, because I think probably... Most Gardevoir, of those lower Gardevoir tiers... Gallade would look super juicy. Most of those things that we... are just a little underwhelming in Great League... perform really well in Ultra. Because at that point, they're capping out. Or coming close to cap out. Mm-hmm. So they're at their highest potential. Mm-hmm. They're the Metachams and Azumarils of that tier. Mm-hmm. Freefall Clash. Yeah, you're probably not wrong. Master League might be a little bit cheaper than Ultra just because your you're egg hatches. You're already it out. Your egg hatches and your raids are already coming out at 30 or 35. Yeah. Um, the You're already maxing them out for raids. So you might already have some pretty reasonable stuff. Yeah. So... Smaller pool of meta Pokemon, and a bunch of us have Master League Pokemon powered up for raids. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yep, yep, yep. Salamence, Absol. Oh, for Ultra? Yeah. Jim Corn? Okay. Yeah, Salamence, definitely powerful on Ultra. Big old tangent. But it's all good information that... It's all what-ifs. That's kind of the question. I mean, the power creep is a thing. That's not a what-if. The, the the power creep is a is definitely a thing. And it's something we just have to keep an eye out for. And I think that's something that people that have been in the game for a while have started to notice. Mm-hmm. It's just not something that's talked about because it's it is a it's in a sense a what if because it's not something we can directly control. Yeah, it, if you're playing any game, it's not something you can really control other than massive amounts of backlash and community feedback that you know. It, but that also requires the game developer to listen. So and want to make those changes. So I but. mean, at least we got clarification on Eevee for this community. Today. For sure, 
For sure. Big shout out to them for being actually concise and following through yep. and replying to everybody that was asking what's going on with Evie. Yeah. And we got our answer in the form well, of- we got an answer which wasn't the correct answer several <laughs> times. And then they came back and said, no, we were wrong. Here's what's happening. Here's what's happening. And that only took, what, three or four days of yeah. a whole lot of questioning. So, yeah, yeah that's a little rough. But, but at least they answered it for us. And now everybody has Evie as their buddy. So oh, yeah. that they're ready to evolve it. They're ready to evolve that that Umbreon. So I wanted to talk about the Mud Boys, but I don't know how to... It's a long tangent to come back from and re-talk about. Yeah, I mean, timeless. Mud Boys, they're, uh, they're ever league consistent in every league they're allowed, or every cup they're allowed in. Right. They help They help you beat the poisons. They're great. It's it's a water-type Pokemon. They're <laughs> going to perform real well. Big surprise. So you're looking at um, Polytoad of all things. Swampert is a big one. Yeah. If you want to convi- uh, use your starter uh, for Swampert. Um. Uh, Wishcash, Wishcash is big. Actually, Wishcash is no Quagsire is real low. Um, Wishcash is within the as far as PV poke is concerned. Um, where's my list? Here we go. Um, so Swampert's number three, but that's your starter. Yep. So the question is, do you want to dedicate your start- starter to a Mud Boy? If you are Swampert, is a great. It's like number one pick for that. Swampert's great. Um, you also have that fun little um, uh, play around with your moveset running Hydro Cannon. Do you yes. want to run Earthquake? Do you yeah. want to run um, Sludge Bomb? Is it Sludge Bomb? Sludge Wave. Sludge Wave. So you have a little bit of play in your um Not so move. much with Poison in this cup because there's more things that resist it than benefit. Mm-hmm. I mean, But it's a nice little cheese. It is a cheese. It's a nice little cheese if you want to go for something a little different. So your Swampert comes in at number three. Your next Mud Boy is... Where are you? You can just type in ground and it'll show it. Right, but that's a little less fun. Wish Cashed at number 29. Politoed is a straight water, but running... Mudshot. Uh, Mudshot, Surf, and Earthquake. So if you want to run some ground, that's not actually ground. If you want to run a Mud Boy that's not resistant to poison... A Mud Boy that wants to be a Mud Boy. Yes. Uh, Funny enough... Politoed is really beefy. Okay. Like, I haven't run him. I was a little surprised to see him on this list and see a couple people running him. So, and Then after that, you have Quagsire is a little bit lower. Quagsire is so low. Relicanth. So Relicanth is the rock water regional that I mentioned earlier. Running water gun, aqua tail, ancient power. Oh, so no mud. It's running ancient power. It's just a, a fire counter and with optimal rock coverage if needed. Okay. But it, too, is a stamina beast. Okay. Grandpa Fish has a lot of resistance. And Quagsire at 64. Mudshot, Stone Edge, Earthquake. Yeah, more of a Mud Boy than a couple of the other ones. Relicant. Yeah. But mm, he's no, more of a support this. with the Acid Spray, in my opinion. Okay. But if you have any bad. of these, Mud Boys are definitely going to be a presence in this cup mm-hmm. just because their only weakness is grass. And I know a couple of people have been using that to bait out the grass type. They'll send in the mud boy and then the opponent will be like, oh, it's a mud boy. I got to get some leaves on it. Mm -hmm. And then they'll bait out that and get a switch in. And then you can get the counter and you can bring in like, let's say muck. Assuming it's just a plain grass Mm -hmm. or 
like one of our commenters have said, Wormadan plant. Yes, I was going to look. There we are. I actually have one. It is only level one. I need to power it up to level 38. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I would say don't run that for this cup. I know. Uh, Wormadam, Plant, Bug Bite, and Confusion, which is a pretty decent move set. That's a, that's a good choice between the two of them. Yeah. Uh, Energy Ball, Grass, Bug Buzz, and Psybeam. Psybeam takes a while to get to, if I remember yeah. correctly, if I'm thinking correctly. Um, Energy Ball and Bug Buzz are both actually pretty reasonable. So you've got a pretty decent... The biggest problem with Wormerdan Plant uh-huh. is it gets destroyed by poison. Okay. And fire? And fire. Okay. But we don't see we don't see a whole lot of fighting you do or fire, you see a lot of poison. Yeah. So But again, that's another one of those ones if it runs confusion, uh-huh. it can hit back against the poison, mm-hmm. assuming it's not Drapion or Skunk Tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, it's very it's a niche pick. Uh-huh. It's very good at countering the grass. Uh-huh. It's very good at countering the water, but that's also assuming that it none of those water tentacruel is a thing. Mm-hmm. It is now that it has access to acid spray. It's not something to overlook because it it's neutral against the majority of the grass. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. Wormadam plant is expensive. It hasn't shown up in another meta. Do I? <laughs> Uh, thinks cats can eat. Yeah, has the same issue. It's like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, I don't have that stardust. Yeah, I think that's it's the stardust economy is just really bad. <sighs> it's really bad, and I don't see any. You know what? I'd love to see huh. more trash or more sandy burmy. I haven't seen any since they were in raids, but that's probably because the biome we live in. Yeah, the biome we live in is nowhere near. Do we need to go to Spokane? Do we need to go on a road trip? Let's go to Oregon. Let's go to the dunes. <laughs> Wait, I are need... there okay hold on are there any spawns in the dunes there in washington because i don't or in oregon because i don't mind hopping on an atv with a go plus and just going <laughs> and catching stuff so you'll find a burmy biome <laughs> yeah a sandy burmy what well, should be just... a sandy burmy nest like yeah as we get stormed by wasps running oh. over them or their hives i don't remember any of those when i when i went out to the dunes no no Jerks. Yeah, I'm, I'm But sure. that's another one. Bugs are going to be prevalent in this cup as well because flying is banned. I mean, you yep. have your rock checks, but rock are afraid of all the grass, water, and ground. Mm-hmm. This cup Fire is a whole well. mixture of elements. Yeah. It's 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 still boiled. Your team composition still boils down to pick your starter and then go from there. Pick a starter and a dragon. Pick a starter and either pick a dragon or pick a resp- uh, or either start with pick a dragon and a response to a dragon or just a, re- a response to a dragon. Yeah. Because there was, oh, Kana was saying that somebody won without dragon. Oh, without dragon. Yeah. So it's not. But you it, the you need to respect it. You need to respect dragons. You can't you can't say oh I don't have to worry about dragons. You have to worry about dragons because there's people like me. Who's gonna run double dragon? Yeah. So and watch and as I give out my entire team for all of the people in our remote league. <laughs> in our remote yeah. league, yeah. I think the biggest thing to watch out for is, in my opinion, dragons in this cup are like ghosts for sinister. They're gonna hit each other really hard, mm-hmm. and there's nothing that resists them. Yeah. Except for Empoleon. Rip Empoleon. I'm playing the small world smileless violin. Where is its is its usage even on the No? <laughs> 
I wish Shelgon was dragon steel. And then it evolved into dragon flying. That would be weird. It would. <laughs> it would be weird. I mean, let's let's say hypothetically, um, what's the sword and shield? Duraludon, Duraludon as a dragon steel. If it were in this meta, it'd be number one. It would be number one for sure. Well, steel's banned. Oh, that's right. <sighs> that's why dragon is prevalent because right. steel and fairy are banned. Right. But I think it was Kano that said because of that, this is their first time to shine, like without a threat. Yeah, yeah. I think this is. I think another reason this is timeless. This is a throwback to like the first three gens where we didn't, or for the first two gens, where Steel wasn't really around and Fairy was non-existent. Yeah. So. But looking at the rest of these kind of like lower tier picks, I see a lot of stuff that I've been contemplating. Shiftry is definitely big. Mighty Anna has a really unique move pool that I think people shouldn't overlook. Mm. It's just kind of held back by its stats. Belossum has been power creeping in PV Poke. Hmm. I don't know if you've ever looked at Belossum's move set. No. Razor Leaf, Leaf Blade, Dazzling Gleam, and Sludge Bomb. Oh, interesting. Okay, so it has the fairy type. There's no non-fairy with charm, is there? Raichu and Donphan. Oh, right. But Raichu doesn't... Is Raichu can't survive long enough to benefit it. And Donphan. Donphan gets hit by everything else. Oh, okay. That sucks. It gets hit by ice, it gets hit by water, and it hits by grass. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking the overall like fairy type exists outside of... There are pseudo-fairies, but they just don't perform. And I think that's why you're seeing the Raichu there, is because people are cheekily running at charm. Mm. And it catches dragon users off. But the thing is, if you happen to get Raichu up to a charge move, the dragon resists everything else it does. Or people might be running at Skull Bash. There might be those cheeky people that are running Thundershock, Skull Bash, maybe Thunder Punch, Raichu. Mm -hmm. Bait out a Thunder Punch into a Skull Bash, and they think, oh, they don't got Skull Bash, and then boom. But the problem with Raichu is it's just squishy. It's a little too squishy. Yeah. Hmm. I and do the, like the Frost Glass. Frost Glass is a thing. Yeah. I think the the problem with Nine Tails and a lot of electric is that a lot of the top tier waters are also ground. So that's another one. Ludicolo. Oh, yeah. What are people running on it? Because it can have Razor Leaf and it uh-huh. can have Bubble for fast moves. Oh, boy. That's another one you have to watch out for. Yeah. But then a lot of its charge moves are ice. So, <laughs> what? Is it a better Obama Snow? Uh, may maybe is Obama Snow? Obama Snow is on this list. It's a little lower. So, yeah, I, I, I team <laughs> team compositions are all over the place here, and I, I'm, I feel confident in my team so far, but I've yet to run like a significant amount of practice practice sims and stuff so if there's anything i have to say to the people listening for this cup Uh shield pressure is a big thing in this cup Mm -hmm. dragon are going to go unresisted so you need to be prepared for those yeah watch what your opponent's starter is some people are picking their starter only as bench pressure and then building a team around that okay because they go oh they have a charizard Running grass isn't going to be a good option, and then throw two thing water types in. Mm-hmm. So, build for shield pressure. Manage your manage your shields wisely, because you're going to need them. For me, I've been using most of my shields on either one my Swampert or two my Dragonair, 
and I'm feeling very comfortable running both of them as a support team because they kind of cover each other's weaknesses, but at the same time, they're both just really good, consistent damage. But again, it's play what you feel is comfortable, play what you think you know works, and just keep an eye on the resources out there to find out what's working, what people are running. Mm -hmm. Because with Ferocious Cup, it really seemed to come down to the top eight, I think it was. People just kept running those over and over by barrel. There's like six to seven Pokemon yeah. that were the core meta. With and then this like one, one there's a little, little bit cheese. more flexibility. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, I think it was the last week or so of Ferocious, there was a tournament where literally everyone was running the same four, four or to five. five Pokemon with like one... Odd pick. It was mostly the same six, and then one one or two teams would switch out. So it was really frustrating. I'm like, thank goodness I didn't compete because this is ridiculous. So, If any of you listeners here on the stream or on the podcast have yet to do so, we are planning to do a Timeless Cup this month with our uh, Discord server. Mm -hmm. If you would like to join, the link below is links to the server. I don't... So I think I'm gonna we're going to try and start the Monday after the community day. So yeah. if you join now, you won't be able to get in on the timeless cup, but you can look forward to next month or thereafter. Yeah. We do. We need at some point we need to put a cap on it because we'll have too many people to then be sharing gifts back and forth. Won't we? No, no. We could just continue to add. And we'll, yeah. Okay. People can send as many gifts as they want a day. Right. But at what point, at what point do we have too many people <laughs> in, in that remote server where, when someone gets added, I'd say like it's not going to be okay, because we're I think we're at fourteen. Fourteen sounds about right. We're at about fourteen, but twenty to twenty-four is usually what I see for lobbies. Uh huh. And I mean, had... if anything, more is always better because that means we get more rank out of it. That's true. Um, we had one new ad. No right, a hundred is the cap. <laughs> oh, mm. yeah. But that also comes down to how much people are sending out gifts each day. And I know, me personally, it's been a bit of a struggle now that I'm back at work off vacation to go out and get the gifts on my way home. Because it's just like, these last two days I've been hit hard at work. They're like, hey, you've been gone for two weeks. Here's a, to your two weeks of work that's backlogged. And uh -huh. here you go. Yeah. And I'm exhausted. Yeah. Uh, man X Ninja Pig on Discord recently joined. So I got to go send some. Actually, I got to send some gifts out today. Um and uh, send that friendship request and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I think we're pretty, pretty much good. Close. Yeah, I'm kind of excited. I'm I'm pretty happy that all of the gift sending and stuff is all going to come together. Um, I think. Oh boy, all of my lights are flick flickering now. There's a ghost. Yeah, it might be. Um, see, as soon as I said ghost, it stopped. Yeah. Uh, the all of our friendships should hit ultra just before the community day so yeah or community weekend so and then you can pop lucky eggs and get experience off those no i'm actually already ultra friends with quite a number of people i think there's like three people okay that i'm not i don't have ultra friends with i'm not going to worry about uh popping a lucky egg with for ultra people. at least yeah the uh it's just a matter of everyone's going to get to the right spot for the tournament before community day so like the monday after monday or tuesday after we can just hit go and then start so i'm excited for that what are you giggling about <laughs> the dog's Par parker go on hi buddy he's he, yeah hr here with some complaints <laughs> hr here we're needing some more pets 
HR is not getting paid enough in pets. HR requires more pay in pets. I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. It was a solid episode with, what's our record? Just shy of an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, with a couple of good tangents about Pokemon Topics that I feel like e-sports. we can grow upon. Yeah. Um. Let me move the mouse out of the way before the dog's nose clicks, misclicks on me. <laughs> uh, I hope you're all excited as we are for Timeless. Yep, Timeless. Uh, enjoy December. Enjoy the community day. Spend time with family and friends. Oh, yeah. The, enjoy the holiday season. We'll the, have another episode before the holiday. Yeah, I think uh, next episode, I don't know. Hold let me double check calendar. So we've it'll be... Should be the same week if they if Self Arena keeps the same announcement schedule. The seventeenth or eighteenth will be their announcement. That announcement week for January's Cup. Yep. Um, I also want to do sort of like a recap of twenty nineteen because like this will be we'll go into our second calendar year as doing Battle Science. Mm-hmm. Um, not the full year. I think we're how many months are we in? We're in like six. No, we're not six months in. What are we, four? Four or five months in? For what? Battle Science. The overall duration of the amount of times we've done metas and stuff we've covered to the podcast. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think we're like six-ish. Um, so we haven't hit the full calendar year yet, a one-year anniversary. Uh, but I kind of want to do something of just like recapping 2019 and going into 2020 as far as like the self arena pvp and battle sciences you know as a show and as a community and stuff and and talk about uh what we're looking forward to for 2020 all that stuff so um might do some sort of community segment or something reach out to everybody on twitter and discord and all that stuff and uh probably make a call uh or no can i think of something here uh, if there is something that you are looking forward to or a goal you want to achieve in 2020, be it uh, in uh, a, a life achievement or goal or a Pokemon goal or one of each, please let us know. We'll read what? Don't shake your head at me. What are you doing with your hair? Oh, I'm yeah, I'm screwing around with my hat. Um, this is the the backwards hat ash look. I, I know. Um, I just... Um, if uh, please, you know, or reach out, we'll read some stuff on air and we'll sort of New Year's reflect. resolutions. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a couple of things. Um, fingers crossed. Uh, that little thing that I wanted that was like, oh, the podcast is going to have a new thing. Uh, we're finally going to have a intro to the podcast. A year later. <laughs> uh, well, six months no, later. I mean, it'll. Next episode, it should be it should Up be ready. ready to go. Yeah, so look out for a cool intro for the. Should podcast I make a episode. channel on Discord for resolutions? Uh, yeah, you could. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's <laughs> like you could you could tweet at us with the hashtag hashtag BS resolutions, but that sounds a little <laughs> less than. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, don't use the hashtag BS resolutions because that's know, probably already Texas used for PVP's something. He's already typing it in right now. Yeah, I bet that's already being used <laughs> by someone else as something else. Yeah, because um, ba- yeah, battle science resolutions is too long of a hashtag. You know, that takes up like half of the 140, 180 character limit on a tweet. So, uh, you know, just tweet us at 
battle underscore science. If you have New Year's resolutions within Pokemon Go or a life achievement or something, I know I have a couple of stuff for 2020. So I mean, I got one of mine done. I paid my car off. Ah, very good. Very good. And I one of mine is to get a new car. So can't can't drive can't drive down to Texas with a a beater Dodge Dakota. No. That thing is modified. <laughs> not by me and not in a good way. Thank you all for tuning in. Yeah. We'll uh see you in two-ish weeks for the final episode of 2019. The final episode of the was it Century? No, hold on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Century. Wow, I'm old. Oh, God, it's scary. Well, hopefully the internet doesn't turn off in 2020. <laughs> I was there for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's going to turn 2000. The internet's going to die. Is it going to die? I'm scared. Uh